Well, you know, uh, uh, what was the uh, uh, Yogananda? Remember that Yogananda mm-hmm. guy? He's one of those spiritual guys. He'd always said, uh, yeah, you, have, you buy a place in the country and you go, oh, man, I can't wait to get the country you're in the country. Oh, I can't wait to get back to the city. Oh, you're in the city. Oh, I can't wait back to the country. You just can't settle. No. So his point was you need to settle within. Or you just make billions of dollars and buy houses everywhere. <laughs> Billions. I and like then, the way you think. Not millions, it's billions. No, no, billions. Now. That way you can buy houses literally everywhere you like and stock it with all your shit. So you don't have to, you never have to pack. Mesa Boogie in every it's house. It's like, you know what? I'm in, I'm in Santa Rosa Valley and I'm sitting in my studio. You know what? I think I'm going to go to Germany right now. Yeah. Uh, pr- pr- do I need jet? to pack? No. I'm going to get on a plane and when I show up, I'll have literally everything I have here is already there. That is just the biggest waste of everything. But if you think about it, it sounds I fun. Love, it sounds really fun. There's a lot of people who have that, <laughs> There's too. a reason I don't have billions of yeah, dollars right now. You will one day. When you do, where's, what house will you be in? When I do, hopefully I'll be making better decisions. <laughs> I really hope that's not how I spend money. <laughs> I, it's I, different between what you dream about it. What you think about it. If I had billion dollars, I'd do this. I had a billion this. dollars, yeah. I mean, I think the first thing I would do would be, you know... Pay off anybody's debt that they need that that my family or any school loans. Get everyone care, to chill. To everybody, get everybody to chill down yeah, a little bit. Like you know, get everybody relaxed. Yeah. You know, set up some accounts for them to live off of the rest of their life. Because you get a billion dollars, you could you could you actually you could afford to do that. Just take care of everyone. Yeah. You, know what, you know what the most beneficial part of that would be? If you did that and everyone just didn't have anything, yeah. you, you, could, you would get left alone. Yeah, yeah you're right. And that's that right until they ran out of money. <laughs> but by that point, you should be gone. There's <laughs> <laughs> just no way you can run off a billion the- dollars. I know, but that would be cool just to everything to be you know clear and mellow. I like that. Then I'd go spend money. Well, I don't even know what to do with all that money. I'd build a lot of studios. I know. Yeah, you probably do exactly what you're doing right now. What would the, you I think yeah, I'd be probably doing exactly what we're doing right now. Right. I'd probably still be podcasting. I'd be recording tons of albums. Yeah, be yeah. pushing my music. Yeah. I would probably start, uh, I wouldn't even call them record labels. I would start artist development companies. Yeah, yeah right. Just, and just and help other artists. I would have studios artists. everywhere. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I would have studios with engineers and producers that I trust for every different realm of music. And oh. people would come in and be like, get, you know, and yeah. they'd have to audition for us yeah. to work. You can't pay us, you know? Right. You they audition. Well, I, if I had that much money, they wouldn't have to pay me. Right. They'd no. have to audition. And if I liked them, if I it was like a me and like four other people, I like right. said, all right, we want to work with this artist. We would develop that artist for six months and then, Orange. you know, get them the product they want. Get them like, that EP or whatever they want. Boom. Whatever it is. But like at the best level, unstoppable. No one could tell us what to fucking do. I'd be awesome. I'd be producing music on every fucking realm. I'd be, That's what yeah. I would do. I know you, <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> Multiple realms, you know, not not not. We're talking spatial realms here. We're not oh, talking okay. about reality realms. We're going. <laughs> no, you know, we're talking about dimensions. Yeah, every dimension. Might be, be high producing music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go to the fifth dimension. It's Hyde's there. Sixth yeah. dimension. He's there. Yeah, I'd, I just I would I'd want to be consumed in the most intense creative environment, completely consumed, and but to do so on my terms, you know, to have yeah. everything sh- you know built. Would you possible build like a big touring band and go around and be, be you know, hire a bunch of great musicians and tour the world or would you? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes. I would do all of it. All I of would it. tour the world. I would book my own shows but I would yeah. do everything on my terms. You know, it's yeah. like people talk about all oh, you have to do, you'll be your own manager, this and that. Like I get that but you you get to a certain point where like you have to outsource. You have to outsource somehow and you have to sign contracts. If I had that much money, I yeah. wouldn't sign a single contract. I mean, what is the it, only what contract it, I would sign would be the, you know, the venue contract. Yeah, right. Insurance. Yeah. Like here's, you know, I'm signing this contract. I'm playing tonight. I would play. I would literally fucking play the O2 Stadium, and even if a hundred people showed up, <laughs> I just rented out just for the fucking sound of you know. Why not, right? Uh, oh yeah, why not? 
Well, if you if you had all these artist development clients, you know, you could do a once a year show and bring all your best ones on. Could, wouldn't that yeah, be cool? I could put my own festival up. Put your own festival on with your artist development clients every with year. All new artists. All new artists, never been heard before. And then when my you know first artists, you know, ten years down the road, are the biggest artists yeah. in the world, you know, yeah. they'll headline. Yeah, with right. Me. Yeah, with, with you, <laughs> behind you, in front of you. Before, Whatever it might be. Yeah, I, I think I'd do the same thing. That's yeah, but I like that. That wasn't planned. The billion dollar question. What would you do with a billion dollars? I'd probably need more than a billion dollars for everything. I'm well, a billion about. dollars, you got the interest and in, what is that? Eight percent, probably get eight or ten percent. What is I that? That's about no ten million dollars. No, hundred million dollars a year in interest. Yeah, eighty million dollars a year in interest. I think you, that that would cover your expenses, your jet fuel. <laughs> what it? Eighty million dollars if you're. I mean. That's yeah, I mean, I, I look, this is not something I've thought about before. This was literally all on the spot. I have not done the and financial outline. <laughs> I, have, I don't have any itineraries and spots and stops and all that stuff. Well, you know, if you come There's here. There's no budget for this yet. Right? Budget. Okay, but I'm, we're still designing it now. We're manifesting a billion dollars right now. Oh, my God. So this is actually the podcast we're doing. We're talking about what would what would it be to have a billion dollars. What would a musician do with a billion dollars? Oh, that, that's, a, that's a dangerous question to ask. What would a musician do with a billion dollars? Yeah. I mean, I know, I just told you what I would do. I would, <laughs> I would build a musical empire. Yeah, I know. And help yeah. a lot of great artists who wouldn't have to pay. That's really cool. Oh, because I, there's so I many would, talented people who can't afford high quality studio time. I would time. search the world for the most talented people that with great music, great good even, energy. even artists, just yeah. people that need, yeah. that need development and need the support yeah. that really could change the world and could bring great value. And yeah. I would literally take over the world yeah. with just the biggest overflow of creative material. That would be so cool. That because and it would be outside the mainstream bullshit. You know, and even if it was mainstream, I no, mean, I it mean would from the from the from the media side. Oh, there'd be no crap involved. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't and be, if uh, what wouldn't bring people in because they want attention or fame, right. I mean, that stuff comes. It's yeah, great. But it's know, the music. Enjoy it. Have a blast. I'm, yeah. I hope everyone becomes famous and everyone has the money that they want. Yeah. It's good shit. It's yeah. fun stuff. Yeah, but it would be so just. Oh man, you got me all psyched. And about then this. I got to go make a billion dollars <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, maybe you should create your own wine. You have your own winery. You buy your own winery. Uh, see, now we're going on the downward slope of hike. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's getting you know his own source of alcohol. <laughs> the hike. We could have like the label on there. Hike's wine. Hike's wine. I think there already is a hike alcohol. It's H A I G. Well, I go by H Y G. My initials for Mama Music stuff. So just beat that one. Yeah, hike wineries. Hike wine. Trademarked. Can I do that? Trademark. Trademark. Hyg wineries. Where is he's, he's based somewhere in the Alps right now? He yeah, wouldn't see you anymore. You'd have assistance after assistance after assistance. I'd have to call your assistant to talk to your assistant to get to you to, to get to you. No, I would. I would still totally pick up personal calls. I don't think I would change much. I don't. I really don't no, think I would change much. You'd just be more of a badass. You'd be more of a badass. I mean, as long as I kept my mind on creative and creative projects and music and you know art yeah. and all that stuff, I don't think I would change much. I think if I got too obsessed with like material stuff. I mean, outside of guitars, of course, because you know I'd have warehouses of guitars. <laughs> if I ever disappeared, that's where I would be. You just go to a music store and say, I'll take everything, oh, that, 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 that. Yeah. You gotta play like, them though, you gotta play them. Yeah, see, I'm not one to just walk in and like, I want 10 guitars. I'm like, let me play everyone his guitars. If they can handle me, and if I can handle them, if we get You'd this You'd be kicked out of every single guitar shop in America. I've been kicked out of guitar shops already. I don't need more. I will get kicked out of more. I know you will. That should be your goal. You should go into Gruen's out there and grab one of their 57 Martins off the wall and just bang the crap out of it. That was the only guitar shop in Nashville I didn't get kicked out of. 
<laughs> not bad. That's, that's Carter's. A, I got kicked out of. <laughs> there was like two on uh, <laughs> just like random small ones. I know. Yeah, I think that were uh, in uh, what is that place? Gulch called? or something? Not the Gulch. Twelfth uh, something. 12th, yeah, Twelfth Avenue. Twelfth Avenue. Like, we're like the where that coffee shop we always met up with. At yeah. Was. Oh yeah, there's a guitar store. Oh, that was I know that's closed down by the way. Yeah, I can't imagine. They fucking sucked. <laughs> they threw your ass out of yeah, there. Yeah, I got kicked out of I got there was a third one. I don't remember where it was. I think it was near was it I don't know. I walked oh. all over fucking Nashville. It was a different shop. That is shop hilarious. Everywhere. You got kicked out of that one. Yeah. Groons was the only one I didn't get kicked out of. They probably cuz well they you know, they figured, you know. I don't know what they figured. I just play hard. You do I don't break hard. the guitars. I no. have guitars that, like, if I was going to break it, they'd be broken. My guitars sound wonderful. I know, and there's not hardly any scratches or anything on your guitars either. I talked to John about that, about, yeah. about you know, the guitar playing, and I told him about how I got kicked out. He, yeah. And he was like, you know, if I saw that, I would come up and ask you, like, how are you doing that? <laughs> he even want to know how you're playing. I was like, that's why I love you, John. I know. He, he's, he's uh, yeah, we he told me about that story, actually, when I was in there. So, yeah, Hyde was telling me to get kicked out of some guitar stores. Yep. Every single one but Gruens. Well, I mean, Gruens I mean, is the way to go then. Oh man, I'm gonna go get downstairs. That you gotta go downstairs. I'll, uh, next time you're there, we'll get we'll get uh, the bass player that I know there. And we'll go into the vault. And, and I'll ask him if we can you get us down there. He got, got me down because Can you send me the blueprints before? There's snakes down there. What? Yeah, he's got albino cobras down what there. The fuck is it's a guitar shop. What the hell? In cages. Weird. Several of them. Well just send me the blueprints. Okay. Of, uh, <laughs> Good luck. It's like a <laughs> everything and I'll uh steel vault. Yeah, Eric Clapton is down underneath there, you know, giving his guitars away. When I was there, they were having a, having a uh, warehouse. I mean, I would cook him off the truck, a crate of his guitars. And I walked out, I looked at him, there was a big crate. But the guy said, well, he's sending him stuff that we really don't want. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see uh, David Gilmore just auctioned off his uh, black strap for $3.3 million, I believe? Oh, my God. I think it, it was 3.3. Million dollars. Why so would he want to give up that guitar? It's all going to charity. He's like uh, donating all of his guitars. Oh, I guess he, I guess he doesn't need it anymore. But that's weird. But the Black Strat, the that's one his that thing. gave us—I mean, that gave us everything. Comfortably numb solo. <laughs> gave us everything. David Gilmore. I mean, fucking David Gilmore. He's one of the great guitar players. Most frustrating man. guitar player I've ever known. Why do you say frustrating? Wish you were here, which mm -hmm. is my girlfriend's favorite song of all time, by the way. I mean, oh, done how deal, can right? you not love her at that point? You know, right. Come on. <laughs> uh, the acoustic guitar. In the beginning of Wish You Were Here is the greatest recorded acoustic guitar in the fucking yeah. history of music. Yeah. And there is never a time where I listen to that song and I don't get frustrated because how? How the fuck did he do that? I don't know. I mean, do, 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 do. I mean, it's so. Do, 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 do. The only way I can describe it, it's like, think about looking at being right up next to the guitar, like looking at him playing the strings and ha feel, think about what that would sound like, right? Now imagine that like precise understanding of the sound he's playing. Now imagine if it was literally just like there was a speaker inside of your brain and it was just playing like surround sound in your head. It wasn't even outside your head. That's how pure that yeah. guitar sound is. I know. I don't know how he does it I've, either. I've, I've spent hours just like losing my shit over that sound. Well, you know, I I know a guy who worked with them actually, and he he not with Pink Floyd years ago. He was, was assistant engineer, and he said that his guitar solos he take three days to get the sound, three days. On the, some of those leads, you know, three oh days. God. I love David. Over Gilmore. and over, and they used a lot of big rooms back then. Yeah, big rooms. So they would, you know, like they get the mic, the room. You know, it's big. The room was a huge part of it. Yeah. Nowadays, it's pretty close miking, but you Dude, know, I, I put it literally against the mesh on the speaker. Yeah, and that's good too. But you, if you had a big, big room, you may want to. You like what's that guitar solo? I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, comfortably numb. That where it just rips at the end. I forget yeah. which one he's got. So many of them, but it sounds so big Dude. because the reverb is real. It's a room reverb, you know. 
Oh my god. Anyways, don't get me started on that. Yeah, we're about to nerd out pretty hardcore. But All for right. the, the reason why we're here, Carlos. God, don't don't fucking fuck around. Fuck, jeez, man. I was I'm kind of you know ready to go now. Oh yeah. So that's what you've said to me multiple times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny you can tell like when like so, like my relationship with pe- guests because like there's certain guests that I come on I've met them for the first time when they oh my come God, on yeah. and I have you know things planned and I ask them questions and it goes great. Then you have people like you have known for fucking years. Yeah. It's like this like this is totally not professional. <laughs> <laughs> totally unprofessional. I know. Well, you can edit out the bad stuff. I'm not editing shit. I, I know, never I edit. I know. That's what's great. That's what's great about you. Anyway, so I brought you on because. The topic of the day is following through on creative projects. Um, before we dive into it, what is the project you just did? So we Start ha- Living is the name of it. Start Living. It's- Talk to me about this project. Tell me, tell me the meaning behind it, the okay. timeline of it, and oh, wow. start there. Start there. Well, what was your What was your timeline on this project? Two years. Okay. Timeline was roughly two years. A little bit longer, actually. And was uh, that the plan? The plan was to try to get it done. It took two years. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> you know, but it was born out of a way, a born out of, uh, you know, um, not sure where you were going to go with it, not how to complete it, just making the the um, intention of doing it, hard intention of doing it. And so that got me on the path. You moved to Nashville for this project, right? Yeah, I moved, but I first hit the, put everything in storage and I hit the road. You know, I went up to Canada and I went to Ohio and I traveled around for over a year writing the music. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I came back here too. Came yeah. back to LA and kept writing it. And then I ended up in Nashville because the style was kind of a country rock thing. And it just something led me there. And then I found this studio and, you know, and, and did it. And so that's the, it's just got done like three months ago, I think. Three or four months ago. So a little over two years then. Yeah. Okay, so what was uh I mean, what what is Start Living? What what is it? What kind of project is this? Well, it's uh so the the title Start Living is is about like Going back into your, your 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 creative self, finding who you are as an artist, and 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 starting to share that because I I was an I was a music producer and a coach, music coach and you know engineer for like many years, and I wasn't doing my own music anymore, my yeah. own personal music. So um, I I was having a good time producing people and everything. It was great, but something started to shift. I started to get not healthy, you know. Yeah, I was having health problems. Um, you know, and so from there I realized that, you know, God shit, man, you know, I got into music as a kid cause I got into playing my own music. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do. Was your and here I am sound? 20 years later and I don't even do it anymore. I just help everybody else do it. Yeah. That's help wow. Why the, it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the, the, the driving force was to say, okay, you know, I'm, you know, it's time to get back to doing, to expressing that side of me. And it, once I committed to that fully, it took me on a huge journey. The, yeah. muse, the muse took me all the way, like I said, to Canada and. Um, so when you were place. traveling and writing these songs, did you know you were going to end up in Nashville? No. You just kind of started traveling, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, you were writing all these songs, and all of a sudden, you you know got to a point of writing where you're like, I need to make this. This is a project. I need to do this. This is my purpose for you know. Yeah. Presently, and you just went to Nashville. Well, I I started to to realize that. I needed to continue to stretch to the the the, cre- the creative project that I started needed for completion it needed to go to a place that i was uncomfortable with or didn't know about and 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 new musicians new energy new people yeah because it was a new endeavor on my part so you you basically at this point knew that if you stayed where you were you wouldn't follow through right 
So you put yourself. So environment has a lot to do with the idea of following through with. I, I yeah exactly yeah totally and so commitment you, to where where that's going to take you and plus it was kind of a as I started writing the songs like, these are kind of Americana tunes yeah I said yeah, I, where, where's the best place to record Americana rock folk country stuff Nashville there you go so. I kept being led there, and that's where I did it. So I'm very excited about it. That's really cool, it. though, because I feel like not a lot of people will will uh, have that same thought process of like, I need to I need to <clears> find <throat> the best way to express my creative, you know, creation. Um, and immediately our minds go, where is most comfortable, so I can be myself and express this more com- most comfortably, because that's necessary, right? Right. But in reality, sometimes you have to literally find the most uncomfortable, most ruthless place. To basically say the only thing you can rely on is expressing yourself. Exactly. And I mean, it's and even 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 to on a more uh, surface level, just what you said in the sense of, you know, this is the style of music. Where is the best place for this style of music? Right. You yeah. know, I feel like that's like say someone's a blues player, like I'm going to go to Memphis. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But they don't. A lot of times people won't, people will like, oh, I play blues here, I play blues there. I mean, whatever genre, but like there's as oversaturated as the music industry is, there's still totally places for music. Right. I love that concept. And places to get the the spirit of it. Yeah, be surrounded you know, by it, like yeah, be in it. in it, in the yeah. vibe. And that's why you know, I was there because that's the music I was into and I wanted to do that type of project. You know, I couldn't do it in, a, in an environment that was, you know not really supporting that style yeah and 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 people i met people there that were unbelievable because of it i just did the whole yeah so that's a i think i've been trying to the environment that supports the style yeah that's a different way to go like if i were to do another genre like i have another project in the future you know i think it's going to have to at least travel to some places again meet musicians who know it yeah like, you know, like a Cuban project, Cuban music project, you know, I got to go to Miami or Cuba if I can for yeah. a while, at least to experience, just to get the vibe. Yeah. So that's why Nashville. I kind of fucking like, you know, love that. It's really cool. I feel like no one does that anymore. They should. It's pilgrimage. It's a pilgrimage. It's a musical pilgrimage. I think we need more of that. Well, it's almost like a movie set, you know, it's like, hey, we got to film this, uh, you know, like Lord of the Rings. Where was that film? Yeah. Like some like there's some Australia or New Zealand, I think it was. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. New Ze- I think it was New Zealand. The hill. Like, you know, we want to have this vibe like we need to film this. So we literally have to go get the visual. Yeah. You know, like it may not be as necessary for the music, but it should be like, oh, this is the kind of music. This is the vibe I'm writing. This is where I'm at. Right. Like in order to really follow through and really to really dive into this project and really get what I'm trying to capture, I need to find the environment for this music to come out like be raised in almost yes exactly that's, and the people who know it too and and, and you f- absorb that energy you yeah know? nowadays we work on a, a lot of people work on a computer at their home and they can create any kind of style you want right yeah but are you really embracing that the juices of memphis blues you know yeah i mean that, or, not, that, not that you can't no you know? no you can't but but can you the difference can you but yeah most of the great artists, it seems like that, you know, like, you know, coming at, uh, like the Beatles when they were in, uh, they, wa- they wanted to come over to America. They wanted to, they wanted to record in Memphis. They didn't record there, but they went down there and wanted, yeah. you know, because they're like, how do we get to where, you know, that, that music is? Yeah. To feel it more. So, yeah, that, that's Anyways. Just, that just doesn't happen that much anymore. That's because we really live in like a box. That. Well, I think, I think that really changes like your, your work ethic too. Cause like if you're, if you're searching for the environment to let what you're creating grow, yeah, that, once you find it, your work ethic will change. You'll mm-hmm. be much more on schedule, be much more uh, willing to wake up and go after it, yeah. as opposed to like spending you know half your time trying to create something out of thin air that you know isn't coming from anything, yeah. uh, and the other half of the time trying to build an environment for you to be comfortable enough to eat, sleep, and like survive. Right, right. You know, rather than forget all that, 
go where this music will thrive yeah and you will thrive with it kind exactly of. Like go to, it's almost right. like discomfort with a comfort like uh -huh. discomfort like i'm not home but i've gone somewhere where like i don't have to worry about nurturing this music and like losing yeah. it because it will always be in the air and you don't have to necessarily go and live there like I did, no, yeah. but you could go and be there a month or be there as long as you can. Even a weekend. A weekend, absorb as much as you can, then come back and do your do your thing. Because I think it really helps, it really gets into your skin when you see the real people doing it. Yeah, it changes. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's how, that's how us people are, as humans. We need to, we yeah. need to ch tangibly see everything. And that helps the completion process because you're so invested then. You're really investing time. Yeah. Well, you see how possible it is. Yeah. You see how, and then the universe opens up to you because you made this huge commitment, right? Now you're out there in the middle of the desert or driving or wherever you're at, and you end up there, and you go, "Oh my God!" And then also you meet these people, and they go, "Oh, you're here as a pilgrim doing this music." Yeah, mm -hmm. meet my friend, you know, and let's go jam. And now all of a sudden you're in, the, you're in the vibe. Yeah, all of a sudden all these opportunities start coming your way. Yeah. Next thing you know, you've built a community. Right. You've been in, uh, immersed in one. Yeah, and, and the what, project just kind of finishes. Yeah, I love that. So, so in order to follow through with certain things like you mm -hmm. actually have to, not just for the sake of the product you're trying to like design or create, even the music you're trying to write, but for the sake of becoming someone capable of it, you have to go where the community will immerse you into the place. I think so. I mean, maybe people don't wouldn't agree, but I mean, like you talk about an artist who wants to go to New York or something and get into the art scene, you know, there's a vibe there. Yeah. If there are a certain type of artist, you know, and you're sitting somewhere that doesn't have that support in that community, Maybe you should go for at least for six months, you know, or something. Well, what does everyone do with Nashville? I mean, everybody from all the world go there for that reason. Yeah, I know like three musicians that I've met in the last two years that mm -hmm. when I met them, they were just starting as songwriters and they all live in Nashville now. Right, exactly. So, because that's the songwriting capital or whatever, yeah. pretty much. Or if you go to Los Angeles, you have it's, it's got a great hard rock scene or hip hop scene or whatever. Los Angeles is the <laughs> eater of souls. <laughs> I know it's just downtown, so yeah, my soul. I love it though. I know it's, I, that, it's that black thing you're talking about. That that, that going that, into the black floors, black, the black floors, stage, stage the sticky. dark lights, then beer, and it's like the last, like one of the few places you can still go and get that shit experience. <laughs> I know. Anyways, so when you started uh, the Start Living Project, yeah, um, I imagine you had a goal for it, right? Like, like there was a goal, there was an intention, there was, I mean, there was an approach. Yeah. Over the two, a little over two years that you were working on it, did the goals change? Um, well, the, what yeah. yeah, in some ways they did. How it was going to get done changed a okay. lot. But the intention of, 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 of saying I'm going to get this music out that I want to express, I didn't care about the commercial, commercial aspects of it. That wasn't my intention. My intention was to go, you know what, I got into music because I love to make music, my own music. And I've made tons of it over the years, but I'm going to go start making it again. And, you know, and so that didn't change. But the process definitely changed. I didn't even know where I was going to record. You know, I had no idea who the musicians I were going to use or anything. I was reading a book. Uh, and one of the biggest themes of it was the idea of two, two different selves, one self of fear, one self of faith. Mm -hmm. And they talked about faith, and faith is not necessarily a religious thing, you know, right. although it's used in religion. But the idea of having faith in yourself means that when you believe in something, when you know something is like you have, you don't hesitate on yourself and you have faith in yourself to figure it out. So you just go for it. Mm -hmm. Like you had no idea where you were going to record. You had no idea where you were going to live. You had no idea what you were going to write about. You had no idea about any of this stuff, no. but you went for it. Right. It talked about like that faith in yourself. Like that's exactly the definition of what you're describing 
is the only way to actually succeed. And as a person, financially, yeah. creatively, so it's totally really cool that you're like you. that you're like telling me this because uh, I read this book like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh wow, that's you know, interesting. And this was like a very very big theme in it, and I was like, oh man, that's so dangerous. That's faith so scary, fear. right? Faith and fear. Yeah, but it's like the only way to overcome fear is to have faith in yourself. Yeah. In that sense, and like you totally just said, I haven't written music for myself in a long time. Yeah. And the only way to do it is to have faith in myself, and boom. Right. Fucking went for it. Went for it, and you go for it, man, and you can you get help along the way for sure. People help you and things help you. Well, that's faith, the thing. When faith you, helps when you. When you do have the faith in yourself, like the universe, you know, whatever you want to call it, provides. Yeah. Ab abundantly. Oh, yeah. Overly abundant. But you have to open up to it. You have to accept it. Yeah. And when, when you're in a space, originally when I was in my space, I go, how could, how could I ever do that? I need to pay my bills. I need to do whatever it is. Right? Yeah. But once you slowly start stepping into that faith place, you realize that you get, uh, that's, that gets covered no problem. Yeah. There's something so much bigger. And everything, you know, everything project, gets covered. Music. Huge. I, I love it. Yeah, so that's the faith expansion. So throughout the throughout the project, I imagine there was a lot of like ups and downs and like discouraging and mm -hmm. stuff. So and you said the intention stayed the same, but like, I mean, on the daily, on the say you like if you had a goal for every day, mm -hmm. you know, like say you woke up today, I'm gonna finish writing the song. Tomorrow you woke up. Tomorrow I'm gonna find a studio to record it. Right. Uh, next day I'm gonna go and have my first session. And so you're like, there's different goals every day. Of course. So throughout that process, as the goals changed, how did you stay on track with you know, with the intention, with your drive, with your want for things, you know, like how did you wake up on the day? Like today I have to find the studio. And then two days later you had to write a song. It's two very different, you know, right. You know, uh, expressions. Well, I kind of took it in steps. First was to get all the songs, 30 songs written or whatever it was, 25 songs written Jesus. and then narrow it down to 10. And then I ended up only doing six actually for this project. Wow. And the only reason why is because I did the, the recorded drum tracks and everything for the whole thing. But they didn't fit the project, so I dropped them out. I just kept the six. But songwriting first, got one, then I went out and played the songs live for everybody and found out which songs were responding. So those were, those were a step before I even thought about recording. And then get myself to Nashville somehow. And I did that, went to an Airbnb, met these people who had a studio on Music Row. They introduced me to the studio, and so I found that, and then I, friend of mine was a bass player there. He goes, oh, I know a great drummer. And it just kind of, to be honest with you, it just kind of fell into place. It wasn't like I had a real strong roadmap. Yeah. It was just like, I'm here to do it. So it's not necessarily that you, you know? had like the itinerary ready. No. But in order to achieve follow through for the sake of the, you know, the topic, yeah. in order to follow through with the project, you literally had to say that it's going to happen in phases and I need to accept the phase I'm in. Yeah. Right now I am in the phase of writing these songs yes. and I can't even think about how I'm going to support them, how I'm going to record them and stuff. And right. You said, it's like, right now I'm just playing them. I'm not right. even, I'm going to play 50 shows mm -hmm. and people, if they ask me where I can find my music, I'll say eventually yeah. when it's time to record. So that's exactly like, right. Especially as musicians, we yeah. overthink everything. Oh, completely. Um, <laughs> if you think about the album coming out and you haven't even finished writing songs, which a lot of us do, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, we're already thinking day. about getting that great piano player or something, you know, where, where the song's still not even quite, you know, finished yet. And that, I mean, we talk about this, like, it's just a thing, but I mean, how difficult is that to keep focused on what you're doing well you know i tell you the inner thing of it the fear and the faith let's talk about that for a second yeah, let's do it because the fear is i don't want to finish it because if i finish it i got to put it out there and people have to listen to it yeah judgment judgment so that big that's a big fear so if you're in this battle right now with yourself to create something that comes up it's resistance right it comes up hard yeah so you use the faith to 
combat that and to say, well, you know, soften it and move through it. Because if not, it's just it just keeps coming back, keeps pushing back, and you'll never get it done because you're because oh my, I can't, you know. If I get it done, I mean, people might not like it. How long is it, you know, how long am I, you know, so you overthink it, overthink oh, yeah. it, overthink it. But if you're in faith mode, I call it faith mode, you know, yeah, there's like a lot it. of modes on, you know, <laughs> then you don't have those doubts. Yeah. You don't have that fear. You, ju- you just go. You and, commit. Yeah. And, and it's you powerful. have to commit. And it's powerful. And things show up to, to make it happen. That's That's such a... I guess it's such a simple thing to think about, but when you really attempt it to really commit to what you're doing. That's exactly what it is. Then like, everything think about comes. the moment you write a song, you play the first you know, three chords and you mm-hmm. find a melody, not even lyrics. And before you can even start thinking of lyrics or whatever, however your process is, when you get one, two steps in and you're already thinking about how people will respond. (laughs) Not even intentionally, like your subconscious is telling you this would sound better. This should sound better. This, you know, it's not even about people like you can make this sound better. And while that's good and motivating, it's always like, imagine if you could just let go of all that. It could sound better. It should sound better and just played what you're going to play. Right. And committed to what you were doing in that moment. Like you imagine how different things would go how different the music would be written, how different uh, it would be received even. Yeah. You know, and it sounds like you really committed to the process. Well, yeah, exactly, and not committing. And that's hard not to, like you say, it's, it's hard. Not, your mind gets in there and starts, you know. It's inevitable. It's inevitable, but it'll hold you back. I always tell people when I'm working in artist development, I they, like I'll get a client or something, and they'll be like, let me write, I want to write, write five songs or ten songs for an album. And they'll start writing a song. And they'll get three quarters through it. Then they go on to the next song because it's really exciting to write the song, you know, yeah. exciting. And then they get to the th- three quarters and they move on to the next one. And then they get like eight or ten songs in and go, well, have you finished any of them? Exactly. They can't because that's that fear again, you know, of finishing it. It needs to have the availability you know? for more. Right. You know, as long as it's a, it's it's open for more, mm-hmm. like, and it can always get better, you can just tell – you. it's almost like this this excuse for ourselves to yeah. say, if I don't finish this, it will always have room to be better. Right, as we're not good enough. And not, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, who are we to claim that yeah. this is a finished product that we've made? Right. I mean, how ridiculous is that? We're, we're the only person that gets to decide that. You know? I know, I know. But, but that's what, we can't yeah. take that responsibility. No, I know. because So that's why you say, okay, well, on September 5th, you know, you have a gig. Play it for your wife or your partner or whatever. If it doesn't have to be a big gig, but you play it. Ooh, I like that. So they have to finish it. Set up a gig that it's necessary, you know. To play it, finish an it. An art show for a few pieces, few, you know. One small, a, right. Uh, a date, just a, a date for anything. Yeah. An and exposure that, date. Yeah, exposure date. Ooh, I that like that. That helps you complete things right there. That's a small step. But yeah, I was, so I did the songwriting. Like, okay, now I got I got this gig in Canada I'm playing. I'm going to play them. Yeah. They weren't even completely 100% perfect, but they were good enough to play. Yeah. And you then they were ready. done. Then they were done. And then they were done. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then they were off my plate. Wow. And was like, ah, oh, move on to the next Profound, channel. isn't it? It is great. But wow. if you don't do that, you, you're kind of always stuck halfway in between, you know? So with projects, so like I like that because like say you, <clears throat> you, uh, you're you writing a song mm-hmm. and you stop three quarters of the way through and it's because whatever, blah, 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 this and that. Um, how do you know when it's go time and when it's stop time? And I'm talking about like every level, like to the point where like, if you're working on a project for six months and it's like you decide to stop and go away for like two years, you don't touch that project or 30 years, you don't touch that project. And then all of a sudden you pick it back up. Like <clears throat> how do you know when it's stop and go time for that? And then even like you said, writing three quarters of the song, like maybe you do need to stop and take a break. You might need to, right. But what does that break involve? Does that break involve putting the song away and 30 years later, come back and rewriting it? 
or does it mean I'm going to walk away for a day? You know, how do you, what are, what are kind of the signs for you? Like what, what, uh, what tells you that it's go time and stop time? Well, you know, uh, during, <clears throat> during my project, there was three songs I didn't do and I worked, they were on the recording and I had the drums recorded, pianos, everything was ready to go. And I was singing them, right? Cause I wanted to do more than, I wanted to do eight songs or whatever it was. And I worked over night after night after night in the studio on these songs, right? And I started, and so I realized in that process that, that there was a forcing that was happening, not a letting, not a flowing. Forcing. And once I, was, once I switched to forcing, then I know I've got to let it go. And that's different from pushing yourself. Yeah, you know, that's different from getting up every morning and working hard. But forcing, there's another force that starts to push against you, you know? Yeah. So the more you push, it starts pushing back that song's energy. And then you go, okay, I got to let it go for a while or whenever, a period of time. So that's how I know I got to let it go because I'm like, I got to get this done. Well, then it's then, then it starts to fall apart. So it's a force. Well, you really have to know the difference though. I mean, because like you could very well, you know, it's like there's work ethic. Like, oh, I'm not finishing it because I need to work harder. And my work ethic will overcome this. But it's like right. at what point is it where, – where's that like breaking point, that threshold where it's like this is a force that's saying stop. It's time to stop, you know, time to move yes. on to something else. And you – know, or I just – I'm pushing hard and that's why that's why it's difficult. I'm just going to push through the difficult time. Like there's got to be a difference in there, right? And I, I, I can't – I have a very hard time identifying the difference, you know, like because I can sit down and write a song but like it's hard. It's very hard. I'm struggling mm -hmm. really a lot, but my work ethic will overcome, and I'm going to keep yeah. working on it. Keep working. Well, that's on it. good. That's a good quality. Well, you can work on it for six years and not get anywhere. If in the first place it wasn't a matter of work ethic, it was just a matter of the forces pushing. You're not meant to write the song. It's not time for this. Exactly. I was just going to say it's not time for it. And then, if we want to get really deep, you know, like we talked about a couple times before, you know, the song's already written. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite. That's right. one of the best lessons you've ever taught me. So if the song's already written and then we're forcing it to come out, it doesn't want to come out. Yeah. You know, you mean it's like a, you know, I mean, it's kind of like you got to coax it out. Yeah. Right. So you're like getting in there trying to drag it out of there. It's just going to fight back. Say, I'm not ready to come out yet. So it needs to I be nurtured that. out. <laughs> I know. Fuck so, yeah. but what we want to do is our ego and our mind, we want to get in there and grab it and get it done and move on or that whatever is it is. So fucking good. I love that. And it will fight. It's stronger than us, by the way. You got to know what to push and what to not push. Yeah. You got to know what the force is. The force, you know, that, that, the force. Um, the well, thing forcing you back, you know, forcing against is like, you know, if, the, like you said, if the song's already out there. If we can't discover it. Right. It's discovery. You know, then there's a different story. But if we are discovering it and we're not willing to push past the difficulties, it's different. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You got to know when to work hard and when to back yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, and, and generally speaking, you're going to work your ass off. Well, of course, I'm you not know, talking so, about getting up. And yeah, working, yeah. You got to get up. You got to yeah. fucking put the hours. Right, in. You got to right. edit. You got to. When it yeah. comes to purely the creative project That's side, the, right. the creativity of the the passion, the vulnerable side of it, if you will, the sensitive side. Like you really have to be like. There is almost another person in the room, almost another energy right. in the room that says, Absolutely. "This you want me? You're going to have to like you discover me or you don't." And if you right. try to fight that, then where everyone's miserable. And that's when, and that's it. That's you named, you said it beautifully. I wish I could have said it that way myself. It's very, that's, see, oh man, I love that. It's like, cool. But that's good, great. And the more you do it, the more you, you don't have to fight as much. It comes a lot easier because you're, you know, you just allow, it wants to come. It wants yeah. to come in and do the job for you. Yeah. It's already there. Think about it. But you have, yeah, you have to figure it out, but it doesn't necessarily mean sitting there and trying to figure every possible route to it. Right. Like it's and either going to show up or it's not. Right. 
Wow. I know it's kind of an out there kind of concept, but it really helps you relax a little bit. We'll put it on a more like not out there concept. Like people want to say this is crazy talk, but yeah. think about it. If you're trying to write a love song mm -hmm. and you just had your heart broken and you just got in a fist fight. <laughs> there you, you go. Know, you got dumped, you're heartbroken. You just spent the whole night drinking. Yeah. You got beat up last night. You woke up on the fucking street and you come home, pick up your guitar and try to write a love song. <laughs> Fuck you. Right, exactly. That's not going to happen. No. It's no different. That's you can't, you know, that, that's forcing something that shouldn't come. And, right. And you're sitting there struggling with it and you, you just, pick up a guitar struggle. And, you, and you write a song about your struggles and your pain and like maybe how you're going to overcome it. Maybe something hopeful. There's, there's, there's multiple things that are being, yeah. that are willing to be discovered or grabbed. The songs are out there, Yeah, but you can't pretend like something else is going on. Yeah. I mean, you can, that's how we have like a lot of songwriters in the industry, but yeah. I mean, we're talking that, about writing from your soul. Though, we're talking there. about a deeper thing, something that lasts, the, you know, stands the test of time. Yeah, and, you're, and your that, own expression, you know, your soul's expression. You know, Jimi Hendrix said, "With the power of soul, anything's possible." Yeah. So you know, Hendrix, man. I know. So he was talking about tapping into your own soul's power, or call it whatever, call it faith, call it whatever you want. Yeah. But that's what we're talking about. I think in the creative, that creative force that you tap into that, and, I, you know, then, yeah. then you don't have to struggle. Man, the only thing you have to do is get the hell out of the way. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like, let it come. That's the part of us like we're not supposed to get in the way of. Like, we're right. not supposed to take control of. Like, let that happen. And then, like, you know, once again, following through on a creative project. Of like, in we'll order, get into that well, part. <laughs> one, what I mean, like, in, it, this is this is that part. Like, in yeah. order to follow through, you have to get out of the way of that, so that can you know happen, so you can actually take you know your physical attributes and say, I'm gonna edit, I'm gonna book this session, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna practice. You right. know, all that stuff is up to you. It's yes. the only way to follow through. But I don't care how good you are at all that stuff, if you don't open up and let that flow, yeah. let those things come out naturally, it's you can't you can't finish anything. No, you can't. Cause, that's cause why it, you don't wanna finish. That's, I was just gonna say, you create this resistance, you create this, this, this thing against it. Yeah. And you fight it. And believe me, I've done it many, many, many times. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's kind but of. But once you break it, it open, you know, and once you break it open, um, and you understand that 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 doesn't have to be the case, you just have to have your intention set. Like, a, for instance, a great example was when the Led Zeppelin went and did that castle, and they built rented that castle, and they said, "We're going to go make an album, right?" I think it was Houses of the Holy or whatever. It was. Oh, uh, the the think, big uh, the big, it wasn't a it was kind, it wasn't well, a castle, it was like a, a castle, giant manor, giant, like a house. Yeah, yes. they did uh, when the levee breaks. Um, mm -hmm. Was that four? Led Zeppelin four. I think it was four. Yeah. Yeah, Led Zeppelin four. They did that whole album in there. Yeah, and and Page was talking. Jimmy Page was talking about because he goes, they asked him about his creative process. He goes, "Well, our creative process was where our intention was to go there and make the record." Yeah. So they you know, just when I talked about me going to Nashville, my intention yeah. is to go there to make it. Their intention is to go there to make it. And when they're there, they've already they've already opened the door. The intention is it's that simple. It's yeah. that simple. <laughs> it's, it's not complicated. Simple. It's just like the intention. I'm going to do this. And then watch what happens. But that's that's my take on it, anyways. Well, no, I agree with you. Like yeah. you have to start there. You have it has, yeah. has to be the beginning because once all that's out, then you can sit back and be like, all right, this mix needs to be better. Maybe yes. we can tackle this solo a little bit more. Of finally course. tune things. But the essence of what you're trying to get at is already there. It needs to come out. And if you block that, then you're fucked. There's <laughs> there's no making it. Through. No. And once that's out, then then we can get into the, the talking about the resistance of trying to get the damn guitar solo right. Or sing the vocal 400 times if you have to. Oh my God. You know, I did, I backed away for three or four months. I'd go in for two months and say, I can't get this and leave and go somewhere else, fly back to California and for a month and then come back, well. come back fresh and go try it again. Try it again. Up at three o'clock in the morning, the lights out and the candle going, you know. This is the time I'm going to get it. No, no. All right, I wake up kind of hungover in the morning. Then I get it. I get the take. 
Yeah, when you're just like start. You, well, you have to right? stop caring. You have to See? be chilled out. You know what's funny is you know when I get my best tracking, my Man. absolute best tracking is 5 a.m. See, there you found a little doorway. I wake up at 5 a.m. I every night now what I do is I set up everything. If I'm gonna record the next day, I set up everything. You know, the yeah. session, everything. I turn it all off. 5 a.m. I wake up, take my cup of coffee, come in here, turn everything on, and just start. Five in the morning. It's a beautiful time. Because like you, you're waking up. It's still peaceful. I don't know. For me, like you no, have to good. be relaxed. And nothing's if, in your head yet, too. Oh, the day's yeah. not in not your tainted. head yet. Yeah. Not tainted. <laughs> I know. Some people, you know, I know. I, so you found a way to do it. But yeah, you. you me, you, it's you, random. Totally random. Oh, yeah. I mean, like uh, morning, like night, noon, whatever. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm trying to make myself available as much as possible. Yeah. Well, sometimes too, to it's like, things. I feel like my, my, when I go into it, like sometimes like, yeah, yeah I need to, ha I need to, I need to hit this perfectly. I need to hit this part perfectly. But a lot yeah. of the times it's like, you know what? Tomorrow morning I'm waking up at five and I'm going to come here and I'm going to get the take and that's it. And do you get the take? And 90% of the time I will get the take. 95% of yeah. the time I get the take, but it's not the perfectly on pitch take. It's not the perfectly played take. Uh -huh. What it is, it's the take that the song needs. Uh -huh. Because when I say tomorrow it happens, I wake up, I'm waking up, my intention is to wake up and do this. That's the power we're talking about. And I show up and I fucking make it happen. Right. And no, don't get me wrong. There's definitely mornings where I go and I was like, you know what? It just wasn't meant to happen today. Like I just, I woke up, I did things wrong. I wasn't, you know, my chops weren't on point. My vocals weren't warmed up. But why do you think that is? Can I ask you a question? Why do you think that that is the case. You come with great intention. You're, you're you're strong. You're ready to go, and there doesn't there's nothing there. I think we misconceive what great intention is. Hmm. Great intention is, I mean, like we talked about, being chill, not even thinking about it. Great intention right. basically wakes up and says, "This is what I'm doing. I'm not doing it because I've told myself over and over again that I have to do it, that I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm doing it because it's my essence. It's my being." Mm -hmm. I wake up, I want to record today. I'll record. This is the part I got to record. All right, I dive into the part I'm recording. Yeah. You know, the part I'm performing, this and that. But you know, it's like playing a show. Uh, I'm going to play the best show I've ever played tonight. I guarantee you that'll be one of the worst shows. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot. you will, what happens is like you're, 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 whatever your talent is, whatever you're, you know, you're a creative person. It's already, whatever is there is already channeling through you, right? Mm -hmm. You need to be in a place to let it channel through you. If you immediately set a standard and an expectation for what already exists, what's trying to manifest itself through you and you set the expectation somewhere you've already diminished it on, totally. another, on a crazy level yeah and like when we record because it's the most like up close version of what we're doing it happens all the time like i need to be more on key and he's like no, no no what does quincy jones always say mm -hmm. it's not about the perfect take it's about capturing a moment yes you know and like how many artists have you listened to where they're like slightly off where it's like, in the holy moment. shit, that was the fucking, oh, yeah. that was just the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what recording was fucking made for. Right. And we've kind of lost a little bit of that with all the oh, technology yeah. and yeah. stuff. But that's how, that's how you get things done, though. That's how you get things done is that power you're talking about. But that's that great intention, you know. It that, is. I like that. I like that phrase, great intention. Great intention. Great intention means allowing it to happen, you know. Yeah, I had a gig story. I remember I could do a gig and I'd go, oh, you know, please let, let the the, the sound be great please let the the uh, cables and the guitars yeah. work out please let the amp sound good i get up there terrible sound guitar amp doesn't work my cables break my intention was on that the whole time yeah please let this instead you know over the years you learn that you know you, let's just be in the moment completely surrendering to the moment everything's going to be perfect how it is well, perfect example is flow that starts to flow yeah well how many times have you gone to a gig you're like i hope there's people there 
Oh, right. I hope people show up. And oftentimes, <laughs> the more you think about that, the less people show up. Because <laughs> your because your mind is on that thought, and then you miss out on such a great opportunity. I played a show at Five Threads. I did two shows. Okay. The first show there was probably like 150 people. Awesome. Yeah. The brewery was packed. It was fucking rock and roll. Yeah. The second show, my voice was blown. <laughs> I had to play for three hours, and everyone kept canceling. And I start playing, and there's eight people. In a big room, there's eight people just looking at me. I'm not even on a fucking stage. It's just on the floor. Yeah, I know. And I was so paranoid. I was just in such a bad place. Thank God I had three hours to play because by the, by the middle of the night, towards the end of the night, yeah. you know, a few more people showed up. But I was having one of the most intimate shows I've ever had. People were listening to every word I was singing, yeah. so paying attention to all my guitar riffs. I was so connected with like a small group of people. It was the most powerful thing ever. And I was like, wow, I should have just fucking calmed down and stopped being a little bitch and played what, do what I love. Yeah, but you wanted, yeah, you were in that but different But I wanted play. those people. I that's what we're talking crowd. about in, in, in finishing, as I know, as, as the topic of this. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. It's more of a deeper level of intention and how we're thinking about things inside yeah. versus, God, I got to get that guitar track done, you know? Oh. And then you struggle your ass off with it. But if you don't have that, you go to that greater intention. I love that term. Yeah. The greater intention, which is a greater self. Yeah. Then it seems like it gets done a lot more easily. And, and it just kind of happens. It don't cuss quite as much. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of happens, right? Yeah, it does. It just kind of happens. Right. So with that okay. being said, with... Sorry, I don't mean to, I'm not really changing gears, but no, please go. I, I, I'm really curious about this because you know the whole idea of stop and go when you know it's time oh, to stop, yeah. when you know it's time to go. Like that's very much a spiritual thing. You know, I, it's a I spiritual have... part of it all. Yeah. But then there's a difference between being burnt out and scatterbrain. Right. You know, because like scatterbrain, you're distracted, you're not focusing. Like maybe you need to take care of your things. Yeah. But then there's just being straight up fucking burnt out. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So. For you, what are like describe a little bit of the feelings when you're working on a project, when you're trying to get it done, what does it feel like to be burnt out and what does it feel like to be scatterbrained? And why are they different for you? Well, burnt out is a really good one to start with because yeah. burnt out, you know, I spent a lot of hours in front of the computer or in a studio environment, um, hours and hours and hours, you know, hundreds of hours, as you know, we all do, oh, yeah. all of us do oh, this. Yeah. And uh, it seems like it's an energetic thing for me. It's a, the burnout is, um, I hate this song. This is a waste of time. This project needs to, th I throw the guitar across the room. I'm taking the entire hard drive and erasing the entire project. Damn. That's burnout for me. Whoa. And when I reach that point, I know I don't want to do that, but I reach that point. I got to, that's, that's the time to, to really, you know, go you to, go to Hawaii away. or something. <laughs> You have to because I think that that's then it starts becoming I, I that's my, how I know it becomes um, not damaging but what's the word a destructive you loathe it you destruct it becomes destructive yeah destructive yeah and I reach the destructive point hmm. and it, and it's then it's bur I'm burned out I got to go take a walk in the forest or something and I know to do that now I know I know well enough now that not to go do that you know yeah but it that's that's the burnout for me it's just I I become sick and I don't like it it's just and that, that's not the way music's supposed to be made it's supposed no. to be made out of joy and you know expression and all that and even the struggle itself needs to be have some sort of passion behind Shep, it right if it's right. just purely surface level hatred like fuck this like I well, have you ever have you ever had that experience oh, with a song yeah. are you kidding. <laughs> I wanted to smash. I, man. So the problem is like, apparently I hit really hard. So like, if you I do. hit something, it's gonna break. I know. So like, I know I've learned over the years I can't hit things. 
I don't get to hit things. I don't get to throw things. I don't get to be physical in my anger. So I'm just like, I like tense up. I'm like, fuck, I need to do something about this. That's you know, fantastic. So, but, uh, so is that a burnout for you in some level? You know what the burnout for me, I can perfect example is the okay. podcast. Okay. When I started this, this was the everything to me. I love yeah. this right, podcast. Right, right, right. I'm back to that. I love doing this. I love sitting down and talking. I love yeah. doing it. There's, there's just no, there's no rules to this anymore. That's you awesome. know? I just love doing this. But there was a time I bought, you know, I got this like this video switcher and I got an extra camera. I got all this stuff. I spent all this money, like money that yeah. I was like the last of my funds <laughs> on all this stuff because I wanted to stream live on YouTube. Right. And I had posted a video on Instagram. It's still up, you know, oh, I'm going to be streaming live the next episode <laughs> and all this stuff. And I, for weeks, I did research for weeks. I downloaded programs for weeks. I did. I mean, <sighs> I can't even begin to tell you how much work I did on figuring out how to live stream. One, I didn't fucking get there. Two, most importantly, is I remember one day I was, uh, I had a podcast. I had a guy coming over and it turned out to be a really great episode. Um, he was about two hours out of, you know, and I go to set up everything and it's not working. I guess I didn't get the right cable for the 10th fucking time. And I've driven all over the place to different electronic stores. And I just got so upset. <laughs> I just like, I said out loud sitting at the, at the desk over there. I was like, I fucking hate this podcast. There you go. We just got and it again. Literally in that moment, I said that and I was like, okay. I picked up the video switcher. I put it back in the box. I took all the cables. I wrapped them up, put them in baggies, put stored them away. I was like, not happening. See, you reached the point what I was talking about. You loathed it. You hated it. Well, that's what, and I, I immediately, I was like, <laughs> I'm removing that. I was like, I was like, I spent so much time yeah. so worried about live streaming that I forgot about the content. Forgot about my, my why. Why right. am I doing this? Right. So I put all that shit away. I was like, you know what? It wasn't meant to be. Right. Eventually when, you know, I have more knowledge, maybe someone shows up, you know, the, yeah. this is one of the things that will be provided. When this is ready to be live streamed, it, w it won't well, be see, this hard. Back again to the pushing of energy. We're pushing so hard for that. Yeah. So what happened? It pushed back and it frustrated you and you yeah. burned out. Oh, yeah. But that's that that energy or force we're talking about. That's that force again. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And it's a physical force. And I, well, that's the thing. What's crazy is I put yeah. it all away. I let go. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I, all I believe in is making this as best as I can make it. The and content, yeah. the what we talk about. Got back to the heart of your show. And within two hours, that you know, my, the guy came huh. on. It was uh, it was Will Santos from huh. this uh, from Goldmine Studios. He was a great episode. He came on. I've never met this guy. You know, I met him through I through messaging from someone else. Came on. and We had a fucking incredible yeah. episode. And I was so happy at the end of that. I was like, there. But it you is. got the yeah. I mean, that's, it's usually not that quick, the comeback, but, yeah. you know. Well, songwriting is the same thing. We talk about that burnout. That's what that is when you get to that point where I just can't listen to the song or I can't take it any longer. It doesn't mean it's a dead thing. It just means it's that energy is just best. So that's, to answer your question, you you just answered it. That's yeah. that's the level of knowing when it's time to walk away from it. So that's very different than being distracted, though. Yeah, like the idea of scatterbrain, because I deal with that almost more than I deal with burning out. Okay. With the idea of like, all right, Time to sit down, time to work on the song, or time time to do whatever, you know, mm -hmm. whatever the process is. Like, I just came from the gym, or I just, you know, had an argument with this person, yeah. or I just read a book, or I just, you know, did something that wasn't this. And all of a sudden, your schedule fills up, people have lives, you know? Yeah. And you have all these things to remember constantly. It's so hard to put that on pause yeah. and then give your all to a creative project, especially a creative project, because you can't mindlessly do that. Yeah, no right, matter, right. No matter what part of, the, part of it is. Yeah, what stage you're at. You know, so you just become so scatterbrained, you can't even work. Like there's just so much on your mind, you can't give it. So do you have like a remedy for that? Do you deal with that somehow? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I feel like you're about to tell me it's like some fucked up drug or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, 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 I do. I just a lot of math. <laughs> 
That's a ton of math. <laughs> and you're, that's, that's it. That's, that, that's basically, so, you know, well, for me, I mean, everybody's got a different way to, to, to approach this, let's face it. But the focus of the mind is what really help us, helps. And that means for me, a meditation, walking out in the nature, connecting with that side and, and letting go of you know, turning off the cell phones, all those kinds of things, allowing that yourself to have, be back in the moment, right in the now again. If you do that, it's quickly your focus can come back, I, I believe. It's not, it doesn't take very long, but it, it, it does take a practice. A willingness, get, yeah. Because if you're scattered everywhere, you got five different things going on. You're thinking about recording. You're thinking about the, your girlfriend. You're thinking about all that, and you're trying to. You just you can't do it. But see, the problem is like I, I, and I'm sure everyone has this problem. Yeah. I convince myself that these other things require me, my time, are more important than what I'm doing right now. Because in that scatterbrain, it's like you know what I do have to pay this bill. You know what I need to make some money. You know what I just had this argument with my girlfriend, and I don't want that to you know. Uh, but that's not focus. That's not focus. Well, exactly. But yeah. like you know, when I go to say, okay, I'm going to focus. I'm going to meditate, clear my mind. Yeah. I'm going to focus on this project. The problem is like it's not that I can't focus. It's that I can't accept that this is more important than the problems. Like let well, me just go take care of that, and then when that's taken right. care, of, I'll come here. That's re well, we that's that's the resistance thing. I mean, it's it's to wanting to finish it just destroys you. Yeah, I know, but it's going to come in because it because it's it's that force again we're talking about. It comes in all different faces, man. So what you're saying is that that force that fights you is going to use your own life against you. Absolutely, it's fucking metal. <laughs> that is the truth in the entire episode. I love that. Yeah, and it comes in all these different forms and in all different faces and all different realities. Don't let your life be used against you. To stop, to stop your thing. And for me, I'll say, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do my little meditation, morning routine, whatever it is. And I'm going to work from uh, six hours. I've decided is my limit. Okay. Six hours. And I'm not going to, you know, get on the YouTube, you know, try not to. For six hours, that's going to be my thing from eight in the morning till one or whatever it is, two. Yeah. And, Math. um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do it out. <laughs> and then that's it. Then I, then I, then I push it over to the side and I can go deal with the other things I've got to deal with. But that has to become part of it because if not, you will be scattered. You can't, you can't get up and go, okay, I'm going to call on the phone. I'm going to do my, write my song. I'm going to do it. I can't anyways. i got to just go focus the brain for four hours, two hours, one hour, whatever, even if it's one hour. Yeah. Whatever you've got, it's got to be in that intention for that. I think that's really 100%. Because yeah. if not, that force is coming at you. You're yeah. letting it in. Yeah, no, you're, you're opening up the gates to get fucked. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, what? No, there's nothing. There's no better leverage than your own problems. That's what I'm saying, right? There's, my mom, uh, actually, my mom's grandma used to tell her this. My mom used to tell me this growing up. She's like, you could take everyone in the world, mm -hmm. and they would all throw their problems into a pile. And if they were told to go pick up the problems they want, about 99% of people would take their own problems back. Wow. Because there's leverage. Our own problems right. are the greatest leverage we have against ourselves. And the greatest um, um, impediment to our finishing a creative project. By far, incredible. Always, the car's oil's got to be changed. You know the the, the uh, yeah. Well, well, the fear I, and the faith. I, I, I yeah, you can't use you can't let the fear self, which is your problems yourself, right. yeah. be used to hold against your faith you right. know, for yourself. Right, exactly. It's fucking metal, man. It is total metal. <laughs> but that's how you get through it and finish it. Because if not, there's always something that's going to get in your way. And then, you know, within that, you have to find the practices that work. Like for you, you meditate. Meditate, and then I also make sure I have a certain block of time. 
some people pop Adderall and pound yeah, whiskey. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, I don't encourage that. I think it's ridiculous. But <laughs> no, you know. but but you know that like John Lennon said, whatever gets you through the night is all right. I think that was one of his songs. I hope it was. Damn, whatever gets you <laughs> whatever the night is gets right. you through the night is all right. Damn, it's all right. That's just. <laughs> So, that's so you know, there's, there's no, I don't think there's any one clear way is my point. You know, really, there's, everybody's got their own way to do it. You have to find what, what your practice is, but know that whatever it is, it's the, it's the same thing that everyone else is talking about. Yes. So, you know, don't use your life against yourself. Don't use your life against yourself. Oh, I love that. I'm going to remind myself of that every day. It seems like, too, when, you're, when you start to do a creative project that's really important to you, it seems like that all of a sudden everybody wants to call you on the phone. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden everyone needs your shit. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. How many times have you gotten ready to record? And all of a sudden the phone's off. The emails are coming. People are in the call. People That's are the showing one thing up. I will throw. That's the one thing I will physically attack is my phone. <laughs> if I forget to turn it off and I sit down, I try, I'm about to, I was, ding, I will take it and I will throw it across the room. See? I broke the screen in my car. Because I threw my phone. It's the only thing I'll throw. <laughs> there you go. I've got a pretty good lid on things. You know, I, I'm very, you know. But, but so, but, but how do we, how do we, besides throw the phone, how do we cross that? Because I think that a lot of people out there really want to express themselves, really want to do it, but they're scared to do it. They, they, they find reasons why they can't do it. I'll do it next year. I That's why the things. start living EP for me yeah. was, no, start living now. Yeah. Because faith has got to start becoming first in your life, not the fear. What a great fear. project. The theme is literally keeping you on track. Exactly. That's great. It I is. That. I know. So I, I encourage everybody who is listening and, and did that that's you – know, it's time is now. I think there's two things. I think that's uh, it's, it's what we yeah. talked about, the fear and like, you know, mm -hmm. all that uh, using your life against yourself. I think the other side of it is that a lot of us aren't taught or haven't learned on our own how to leave the phone outside, how to turn it off. Yeah. how to put things behind, how to say, you know what? I don't need my phone on the desk when I'm recording. You know <laughs> right, what? Yeah, I right. don't need to uh, you know, smoke a joint before I yeah. record this. Right. How, how to put everything aside and basically, like a child, to put it out of reach. Exactly. Like if we, can we need to identify the distractions. Not that they're bad things. Because like, no, a lot of not. time they're not bad no, things. No, they're not bad things. But identify them and then remove them, take them out of reach. Yeah. And it's amazing how much more you get done. Exactly. And then, as you said, the topic of completing things, that is huge. And I feel like a lot, I mean, a, a lot of us don't have the willpower to do that. And it's a little scary because a lot of the stuff that will distract us is our crutch in life. Yeah. Something, go, you know, what is it? What is the famous thing like when you get, you know, you ever see a teenager get dropped off at the movies to meet their friends? Their mom drives away. The first thing they do is they take out their phone and they walk yeah. around on their phone. Yeah. Because they can't just wait. Right. And like, don't, I have to do the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get really, you know, all of a sudden you're like, I'm doing nothing. I have to be doing something. But it's like, that's yeah. our crutch to that's be comfortable. Comfortable. Right. You sit down and do something that's a creative process to allow it, you know, something to channel through you. But you're, you're there, you said it, allowing something to channel through you. Yeah, that's different to being distract. You know, you can't well, do that. Like you can't. You don't get. You shouldn't have a crutch for that. No, you, you need to be open for that. I know, so. and that means you have to remove those distractions. I always tell people too. Real thing that uh, that I do it for myself is like create a sacred space for yourself. Like this cool studio you got here, Ty. Like <laughs> there's nothing you, sacred what, about what goes well, on. Here. No, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking workstation. There's some horrible things that have happened. Here. <laughs> I know. I don't want to. We don't want to repeat this on the air. But when you come in here, the intention is set. It is a cool vibe. You've got yeah. this that's set up cool, and we're here, and man, it's magical. Oh, hell so yeah. So people should do that. If you want to do, if you want to do a record or you're on your own, or you want to do something creative, create a space, like a, somewhere in your house or nature, something. 
this is where I do this. Right. And you go there and you tell your partner, listen, I'm going to go step into the, you know, the Conus Islands and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and get... well, it's like the gym, you know, like yeah. the gym's already set right. up for you. But like when you go there, it's a sacred space for the sense of, of work, of getting, working yeah. out. I go here. This is what I do here. Nothing else. I mean, I can yeah. mingle, whatever, to be distracted. But most of the time you go there and you do there, do what you're supposed to do. And that's what I think that's what we have to do as artists. We have to find where and it could be a simple spot. You yeah, know, but it could be a tree folk. stump that you play guitar on. That's where I write my songs. Right. You know, that's where I practice my scales. Right. That yeah. that's a big one. Fucking and that place thing, to practice scales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I know, but that's where you do it. That's where I'm doing, it, and that's where it gets done. I love that yeah. sacred space. It's good. Fucking, yeah. It's like vice from like the heavens. Yeah. <laughs> from the so, seven behind. You. So I'll, so I want to jump forward. Sure. Now. I want to jump okay. forward into the future. Like you know, take this project that you not start living because you just did that one, yeah. but Take uh, take the Unity project, something right. that you did years ago. Yeah. Or even a different project you've done even a long time ago. And you didn't quite finish it uh -huh. the way you wanted to. Now, however many years later, you step back into this project. It's time to finish it. You feel that it's the right time to start working on it. How do you go about like molding your life and molding back into this project? Do you pick it up where it was? Or do you look at it from an objective opinion and say, I'm going to redo this? You know, that's a really, really good, good question. <laughs> because I'm looking at this Unity project, and I've been excited about getting back into it because it's really cool music, and I really Fuck like yeah. it. Great guitar but solos. Late, I know. Somebody made some great guitar solos. I won't mention who, but I think they're in this room with me. <laughs> anyway, continue. But, <laughs> they are great though by the way it's epic pieces of epic music stuff it's just real big and everything it's really cool but a couple of days ago i realized that i was thinking about this and i, I started to get constricted Ooh. in my in here so i don't really have a great answer right now for you all i know is that i'm following that feeling again i go wait a minute why is that project doing making me constricted again but even before that what what told you it's time i have to i want to do this again what was it? I was in Nashville in the house where I'm renting and I had my studio set up there and I put the music on that I haven't heard in a couple of years. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, I gotta, I, I gotta get back to this, I gotta do it. It hit me over the head. Oh, wow. I was, I was like, oh my, what am I doing? I gotta get back to that, but it's a really challenging project. Did you have like, when that, when it hit you over the head, did you have like an idea of like what your intention was? Like, I'm gonna pick it up where it was and start finishing it or I need to go back and revisit this? a good question too because you i'm revisiting it, out, yeah. it right now i'm revisiting okay. it but it's causing the same thing that made me stop it interesting i know have you come up with any ideas as to why it's doing that no and i'm trying i'm working on it. that's why i i can't give you great but i know what, what i am saying though is that i'm aware of that feeling yeah. happening and you have to embrace it i've got to embrace it why there's a lot of resistance in this particular thing Interesting. Do you think it's because you're remembering the expectation you put on it in the past, and now that it's something you're working on again, you still have that same expectation? Uh, no doubt. And you need to fucking get rid of that, that shit? <laughs> you better believe it, because you nailed it. Stop expecting so much out of it, because it's yeah. big music, right? Right, right. It's, it can sound big, it can feel big, but you're still one guy creating it. Yeah, and it, that's so exactly right. So it needs right. to be there. It needs to be that. That's the expectation. But it has to. But then, from my looking at it, if I can take the same approach I took the last project, it'll it'll get done again. But I'm exactly. falling back into that 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 place you're talking about. That you're afraid to give up all the mental and spiritual and <sighs> all the emotion you've already invested into this thing. Because uh, what tons of emotion. In order to get rid of the expectation, you have to say, "I'm going to let go of all the stuff I just inve I invested for all those years to this yeah. project." 
I guess. I don't know. I mean, maybe if if, if I do that, it's fucking it's scary. Yeah, and it's also it's it's it's. This is a great topic because I'm sure a lot of people have felt this. I know we all have. Oh hell yeah! This when is you like go prime back to moment. Prime too. moment. I mean, you go back to something like that, and then it's just like fear and faith again. And the fear is way stronger because once again, you're I am going. Oh man, there's so much to dive into on that. I can't do it, man. It's just too much for my. I'll die doing it. I will die doing it. Physically die. Wow. And then I go. Ah, oh, I want to fucking physically die doing it. Do you know what? Not 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 physically so, die, but I mean that's kind of the motivation. So there's of artists. grit to it. There's a grit that like you crave. You don't have it quite yet because if you did, you'd be getting it done. I but don't you, have it yet. But you know it's there and you want to conquer it. You want to have that grit because you know you want it. Well, so yeah. So what is fucking driving you to continue? What 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 is what right now is telling are you telling yourself or is making you feel to say tomorrow morning I'm going to invest X amount of time into working on this project. What's what's driving me to do that? Yeah. Um. Well, there's some sort of inner creative, you know, bursting, I should say, or or, or like a being inside mm -hmm. me or any artist think that, that that just wants to come out. It's a beast. I hate to say it. You can't suppress it. No, and if I suppress it, I'll get sick again. Wow. I, I think, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure, but it feels like a... <laughs> I, no, I, I <laughs> totally agree with you. <laughs> I think like, this is perfectly set. Yeah, yes. so I'm scared of that thing. So you're I've already dealt with one of them when I did the start living thing. I dealt with that one, oh. but that was a smaller animal. This is a bigger, bigger animal and has a lot to do. I know I'm out so there it's, it's out again. It wants to come out to play and you no, it, are starting to suppress it again. Or you're afraid to suppress it again. You know it needs to come out. You just don't know how to do that. Yeah. It, it's it, got it, no leash. It's got no training. It's got well, nothing. Well, I'm a little worried about bringing it out too. You know, it's like, what, where's it, what's it going to do to me? Is it going to destroy my emotions? Is it going to you know, drive me into to not being able to take care of myself? Is it going to, because um, once told it obsesses you, you and gets you going on another project, it, you know, I went, you know, I, I, it, once you go with it. Yeah. So it's a good. What if good I told you that mm -hmm. all those things are going to happen? It's going to destroy you. It's going to make mm -hmm. you emotionally insane. You're going to just you're going to lose your shit. Yeah. But it's going to give you everything and times ten of what you could ever dream of for this project. Well, I, I know that was the truth for the last one I did. I know it was the truth for when well, I help other people. It? If I knew a hundred percent, but you don't see that's where faith comes in. You can't know a hundred percent when you do a project like I'm backing I, you into a corner I, right yes, now. You I'm are. telling you right now. <laughs> And all this shit you're throwing at me, which is very valid, and I, I feel, and everyone is going to feel if they haven't felt already, is boiled down to the idea of having faith in yourself. Absolutely. Having faith in Carlos. Forget the beast. Yeah. Forget this thing. No. The more you think about it, the more it manifests into a physical beast that's going to attack you one Absol day. Well, absolutely. We, we just talked about that. That's a force. It's so strong right now. And and, and I know that. But How I, lucky are you, man? Like, but I, well, I'm lucky that I can feel that force and, and know that it's there. You recognize and, it. And, and go, okay, what am I, how am I going to deal with this? And I think as creative people, we don't – a lot of people, including myself, we sh we shrink away from it because it's – you know, and we just – and we die. We, we slowly wither away. We're supposed to create. We're yeah. here to create stuff. I don't care what kind of profession you're in. 
Oh yeah. I don't care what it is. Create and innovate, human human purpose. <laughs> right, so you get to a certain point, you're done with the project, you're like, oh, okay, great, you know? And then this thing starts brewing up in you and you listen to these old songs, you go, God, I gotta get that done, man. Why is that coming back? It's haunting me, you know? And the, no, I don't wanna do it. Let's push it over there, you know, too much. Yeah. You know, so a lot of that happens, I think, and in, 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 in when you're in the early stages of coming back to an old project or trying to finish something, you know, because you already were there. And you walked it's away from it. It's the only familiarity you have with it. Yeah, and you already walked away from it once. Yeah. So do you want to go back in and walk away again? It triggers your yeah your my your pride. ability. Yeah, it triggers my well. Wait a minute. I don't, maybe I shouldn't do this. I'll move on to something fresh and new. Well, it's got to be something to be said. The fact that it comes up, though, right? Yeah. Well, you can't just if it's if it's a project that you've really worked on in the past and you, like you, it's gonna be, oh, it I, won like it won it right the first time like you you had to shrink away or whatever it is or you had to go on yeah. a pilgrimage you had to step away from it but it came back mm -hmm. and it came back with just as strong stronger it'd be different if it was came back and you felt a little bit of it it can't be different if it came back and it was too easy but it came back exactly where it was because it's unfinished unfinished business and I know why now as we talk about this oh hell yeah give I it know to me. why because see I think. Personally, for me, I have to grow into every project I do. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I love and, that. And I, that's why I couldn't finish it at the time. I just wasn't really ready to do it. And the last one I did, I grew into, took two years. I grew into it. You have to grow into the place to be able to channel it, right? Yeah. Dude. I know. So that's what, so, you know, it's all really back going into the side again. You know, it's not about the, the product, really. It's about us growing as artists and, and, and continually to express and it's fabulous. We also have to get over ourselves in the sense that we created, yeah. like I made this song, I wrote oh, this God, song, totally. and this is my song, like hey, stand by your shit and make sure that you yeah. don't get fucking screwed over, don't get me wrong. But get that get that thought out of your head when you're writing, like yeah. when you're creating, like that shit is already existing, there's powerful things that already exist. Yeah. We get to channel them through these, you know, physical vibrations, through this sound. Right. You know, it's not yours. No. It's coming through you. Yeah. And once it, once you've created it, make sure that you take ownership so you can show it to the world. But don't don't have that so much, don't have so much pride in what's already happening. Yeah. Don't act like you're, you know, this like all powerful <laughs> Zeus with a lightning bolt that you've created from right. thin air. Like, right. <laughs> just fucking yeah. chill. Just chill. Keep, be in the moment. Capture yeah. that moment. Record that moment. Perform that moment. Right. Believe Everything that happens moment. in the moment because because you're right. If you take this thing and you make it into this gigantic huge oh god you'll never get it done Fuck you'll that. never get it done i mean you have to just basically a little bit at a time and then it'll be done I mean, everybody, so everybody knows that but we don't do it we turn it into this gigantic thing you know that's yeah. going to be like save the world or something that's exhausting you know, yeah you won't do it you <laughs> won't just, do it's it it's not possible but you know people that have a lot of brain focus a lot of focus and faith will take on large projects and they'll get it done yeah. So it you know it can be done, and and you can finish projects, but you really have to deal have, with your own stuff inside. You have to know why you're doing it. Yes. I don't care how big or small the project. If you don't know why you're doing it, you're gonna you're gonna fall. At yeah. some point, you're gonna burn out. You're gonna fall, and you're gonna have fear. That's absolutely. I mean, you know, the one I finished, I knew why I was doing it. Yeah. So once you, I know this one, I'm still trying to figure out why I'm didn't want to do it. Go back into it. Yeah. But once that is discovered, like you said, then you're then then you can do it. Rock and roll, man. I know. Well, shit. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to uh, share about your future projects before we go? And what, um, what, are, you, what are you working on next? What, what's that, that's well, we, when you talked about the I, Unity, Unity project. project, and I, um, um, 
going up to Canada and playing a Thrive Festival coming up. It's called the Thrive Festival. I like that. Which is August 31st in Vancouver Island. Nice. Excited about that. It's the day after the Tool album comes out. Yeah, yeah, really. (laughs) I mean, really? You didn't know Tools? Well, my birthday's the 30th, so I guess they're coming out my birthday. Your birthday's August 30th? Yeah. You're blessed. That's I it. I know. I'm blessed. You're blessed. Maynard has blessed you. <laughs> I know. So I'm learning there's about a, my blessedness. There's a, there's a funny statement. Maynard from Tool has blessed you. <laughs> <laughs> that's just mockery. That is. That is But yeah, that's going on. Um, I head back to Nashville in uh, October and I'm um, recording two songs there um, and uh, for a different project. And then uh, it's a songwriting, singer-songwriter deal. Okay. Um, I have a, another album coming out on October, September 28th. It's, Damn, dude. Yeah, it's a collaboration album with a friend of mine, who, and, and that's coming out, I think, September 28th. He's a project master. Yeah, it's, it's cool. So the, I've, I w- I'm finishing three albums this year. Wow. So we're talking about finishing, right? This is what this is about. Yeah, following through, yeah. I have an instrumental album coming out. It's all instrumental music. Then I have that collaboration album with a friend of mine, and then I did my, my album. And the reason why I'm, I'm saying that that is because it's such so perfect when you talked about you want to talk about finishing, because before I even we even got together on this, I'm like, I'm finishing these three things this year. I am finishing them. Yeah. That is my intention and I am going to do it. Yeah. And so, you know, it does take willpower to do it, but I now there now it's happening. Now they're being finished. So Damn, man. Anyways, I encourage everybody to finish what they what they want to Perfect do. Perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect fucking timing. Well, Rock okay, and Roll, Carlos, thank you so much. All right. Thank you for, for having coming me on, on the show, man. I can't wait to have you back on. All right, bro. Appreciate Peace. it. Peace. Peace.